Welcome to our Transgender School podcast. We're here to talk about diverse transgender identities and experiences so that we can all be better allies and advocates. We'll also discuss current events, welcome guests, and share actions you can take to support trans people. I'm Bridget, and my daughter Jackie came out as a transgender woman about four years ago when she was 19 years old. I was totally unprepared, but I have learned a lot since then. And now Jackie and I are passionate about sharing what we've learned. When I came to terms with being trans, I realized that I absolutely needed to transition, but coming out was very stressful. Now that a few years have passed, things have gotten somewhat easier, and I want to help other trans people navigate their own unique experiences. Welcome to our very first Transgender School podcast episode. Jackie, if you would have told me four years ago that we would be doing this together, I would never have believed it. Yeah, I don't think I would have either. It's really hard to believe how much things have changed. Definitely. And I know that one thing that's really changed for me is my entire understanding of gender and the diversity of gender in the human experience. And I have you to thank for that. I feel like we've learned a lot together and I'm really glad that we have this opportunity to share what we've learned by starting this podcast and starting Transgender School to educate people about trans identities and experiences. Me too. Thank you for doing this, Jackie. It's been really nice to work on this together. And I'm happy that we're putting it out into the world in a podcast now too. So let's maybe give people an idea of what we plan to cover in this first episode. Does that sound good, Jackie? Yeah, we're going to define the word transgender, really taking the time to clarify what it means and doesn't mean and who it includes. And after we do that, we'll share just a little bit about how I responded when Jackie first came out, because even though it's difficult for us or for me to revisit, I think it's really important for everyone to learn from my mistakes. So let's start with defining transgender. I think we hear the word a lot, but not everybody is clear on what exactly it means. So do you want to start, Jackie, defining transgender? Yeah, I think the most basic definition of the word is that a transgender person is someone who does not identify with the biological sex that was assigned to them at birth. A person who was assigned male biology might identify as female. A person who was assigned female biology might identify as male. The term transgender also includes people who are non-binary, meaning they don't identify as male or female, as well as people who are gender fluid, meaning they don't have a fixed gender. They identify with different genders at other times or may not identify with a gender at certain times. And it's really up to gender fluid people, non-binary people to decide whether they identify as trans. It's kind of an umbrella term that encompasses a lot of different identities and experiences. Exactly. And it's really important to understand the distinctions and not to assume that everyone's experience is similar or the same just because they identify as transgender. That's why in our transgender school, we always say that what we do is we teach people and are learning ourselves about diverse transgender experiences and identities. There's no one size fits all definition or experience, and it can be very complicated. And to widen this out to an even larger community that the transgender community is part of and that we often hear about is the LGBTQIA community. And I think everybody's heard that umbrella term, right? But I'm not sure that I always 
knew really what it all meant. And so we want to make sure that, that we make that clear. This is my understanding, Jackie, and you can correct me, of course, as always. And so our listeners know we're having real time conversation. So Jackie, I welcome Jackie to correct me and to correct all of us and to have an open conversation here. But here's my understanding that LGBTQIA stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, asexual. Is that correct, Jackie? I think that pretty much sums it up. There are a variety of different versions of the acronym. And then there are, of course, diversity of opinions and views as to whether intersex people or asexual people identify or are part of the LGBTQ spectrum. I tend to defer to those people and their own right to self-identify. And I would encourage people to research the definitions of all these terms on their own. This is why we hope to bring in more guests and experts from the LGBTQ community as we continue this podcast, as we continue to build Transgender School and widen our conversation to include a diversity of voices. But for this episode, our first episode, our focus will be on defining what it means to be transgender and getting into the basics of transgender experiences. Exactly. All right. So hopefully we've clarified some things for you. And Jackie, I'm wondering if it's okay if I can ask you some questions that may be a little bit more personal that might help people understand? Sure, go for it. So how did you realize that you were transgender? Well, I experienced physical dysphoria, meaning that I didn't like my body. I knew I wanted my body to be different from a pretty young age, pre-puberty, pretty much as long as I can remember. I had very strong feelings about wishing I had been born with a different body. And then I think it really kind of clicked for me that I was trans and that I could actually transition socially and medically. When I was in college living in San Francisco, I met out trans people for the first time that I have any memory of. I kind of engaged with the idea of what it means to be transgender and reflected on my own experience and my own dysphoria in light of that and realized that that's how I identify that I did want to go through that process and I'm still going through that process of transitioning. And it, you know, it wasn't an easy thing to realize. I think a lot of trans people will tell you that the hardest part of transitioning is getting to that point where you can admit to yourself that you are trans. Thank you for sharing that, Jackie. And I appreciate your willingness to do that so that people can learn from your experience and understand how difficult coming out can be and how difficult coming in can be, which is really kind of admitting to yourself that you are transgender when it's such a scary thing to come to terms with in the world that we live in. And so we plan to get much more into discussion of tips and suggestions in the future. But for now, we just want to give you a couple really important ones. And one is to use a transgender person's correct pronouns. So Jackie informed us very early on when she came out as transgender that her pronouns would now be she, her, hers. And it's incredibly important to get on board with that quickly. I unfortunately have to say that some of us struggled, some people in our family struggled with using the pronouns correctly. And it's really, really important that everyone make every effort to do so. And also using the person's name, the name that the transgender person tells you is their name. So Jackie let us know that her name was now Jackie and that was it. And we now call Jackie, Jackie, whether we're referring to the past, the present, the future, she is just Jackie to us. And it's really important 
for people to be aware of that if they really want to be allies and supportive of transgender people in their lives. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting to me how when a cisgender person, someone who's not trans, gets married and changes their last name or gets divorced and changes their last name, people switch over to using their new name, no problem. They use their new name when they refer to them in the past tense. There's not a lot of questions, not a lot of interrogation about why the name has changed. So if people could just apply the same logic to using a trans person's correct name, I think that would be great. Trans people do generally refer to their name pre-transition as their dead name. That's because it's dead. It's a person who they don't really identify with, never really did identify with. We don't want to be asked what our dead names are. We don't want to say them unless, like, obviously, if I'm saying it as someone else's name, that's different. But don't really want to think about it as my own name or think about myself as being referred to by my dead name. And thankfully, my family understands this and has been really respectful of this. And I I will say to trans people, it's a fine line, but I think you can tell when someone is genuinely trying to use the correct name versus intentionally using your dead name. So I would say even if you have some family members who might be a little bit older, who they try, but it takes them a little bit longer to get there, as long as you feel like they're really genuinely trying, I think that's the most important thing. And and I'm here to say that people will get there, even if you have some family members who are older and it, it may take them a matter of months to get there. If they really try and they really commit to it, they will get there and they will stop slipping up eventually. Yeah, I think that that's a really important point, Jackie. And you were patient and kind with us, but you also let us know when we were making mistakes. And I really appreciate that, especially now, even though at the time I was resistant to it. And I just want to apologize to you again for that. I don't, it's hard to understand now why I was resistant, but I guess the point is I came around and it makes sense now. And, you know, that kind of leads into what we want to talk about next, which is how I responded in the beginning. And I don't like to relive it or think about it or talk about it, but I feel compelled to because I see a lot of parents now. I talk with a lot of parents as part of transgender school, as part of support groups that I'm part of, you know, talking to parents who have just learned that their kid is trans and it's, it can be a big struggle. And I really want to help people to realize that the most important thing is providing that support that transgender people need and honoring their requests and what they tell us they need from us. So to talk about a little bit about my reaction, my recollection is that really I was in shock. I didn't believe it. I had bought into the stereotypical media narrative that it's a five-year-old kid who comes out and tells her parents, I'm actually a girl and my name is Mary. And the reality is I just read in an article that the average age for a transgender person to come out is 18.5. How ironic is that? You were 19, so you were spot on. That it's not that the story of the young child is not the most common story. And usually people go through puberty and that's when it becomes unbearable. And they're all different experiences. Again, the diversity of experiences. But my reaction was shock, denial. I challenged you, Jackie. I tried to say, oh, I think this is a phase. I, this can't be true. We would have known earlier. We never saw any signs. You played baseball. You were into cars. All the stereotypes that I now just look back on and think, I can't believe that's the way my brain was so just um, wrapped up in that, those gender constructs that society had given me. I couldn't see the truth of what you were telling me that I now know is complete truth. 
Um, and I just want to let everybody know that I wrote an article. Uh, it's on Medium called What to Do When Your Kid Comes Out as Transgender, sharing much more detail about this experience and looking back on it after the fact of how I reacted. So what's your recollection of that, Jackie? Well, as you know, I did not come out to you voluntarily. I came out to my ex-partner at the time, and she proceeded to immediately tell her mom and out me to a couple other people. And she reached out to you and said, uh, hey, Jackie has something to tell you. So I was kind of in a corner at that point. I didn't have much of a choice. And yeah, I'll always remember your initial reaction being, I think you mean your sexuality, not your gender identity. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure talking about my gender identity, not my sexuality. So, you know, I, I really wasn't ready to tell you, but I just kind of accepted that I was going to have to do it anyway. And being challenged by both you and dad and, you know, having other people tell me that I was wrong about something that I was really sure about really sucked. There's no other way to say it, but I'm, I'm really glad we've come a long way since then. Yeah, me too, Jackie. And I just hope that other people can learn from that because I, you know, people now will, a lot of the people in our lives, Jackie, are praising us for what we're doing, right? Oh, the totally supportive mom and her transgender daughter, they're, they're modeling for everyone else how it should be. And there's this part of me that feels guilty when people say that because it's like, no, you have to see that I didn't, it took me a while to get here and I had to learn some things the hard way and I made some, mistakes that I really regret. So I hope people learn from that, you know, and if I could do it over, I would do things really differently. That's that I just know that now. I just couldn't absorb it. My brain couldn't, couldn't accept. I know that you've suffered a lot because of those conversations that we had. And I know that you felt really guilty about those. And I know you've apologized about a million times, give or take, but I just hope, you know, that I forgive you that I've, you know, I've moved on and the support that you and dad and our whole family have provided in the years since has more than made up for the little bit of a rocky start that we got off to when I first came out there. You know, you read lots of books, you joined a support group, you got therapy, you helped me get in therapy, which was really important for beginning the process of transitioning. You got support for yourself, support for me. And before I knew it, you were marching with me in pride parades, taking me to Banana Republic to get some business casual <laughs> clothes for my internship, getting manicures together. And now that we're really on the other side of it all, I, I don't really, I mean, aside from doing these podcasts and working on transgender school, we don't even really talk about me being trans. It's not an issue that comes up, which is really how I prefer it and how it should be for most trans people. We shouldn't have to constantly be confronted with this part of ourselves and have to constantly justify ourselves and seek acceptance. It should just be another natural part of human diversity that people don't really think twice or worry about. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you for being so forgiving. And, and I'm really happy with where we are now. And it is kind of funny for everybody listening. You would think this is all we ever talk about, but we never <laughs> talk about it. We only talk about, we're talking about it with you because we want to help people learn the things we've learned. But when we're just doing our regular family Zooms or texting or whatever, it's never about any of this. It's, it's about more, news. A lot more about politics and pets. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> definitely. Politics and pets. Yes. I like to send Jackie lots of 
pictures and videos of our dogs who are at home that she hasn't seen in a while. And I like to see pictures of her cats. And (laughs) so it's much more about that kind of thing and laughing and having good time together. And so that's where we really are now. And so I think we've covered everything that we plan to cover. We're going to cover a lot more in upcoming episodes. For this one, we just wanted to give you a really clear, comprehensive definition of transgender, share a little taste of our family story, and there'll be lots more coming on that. And we want to let you know about what we're planning and what we're working on. So Jackie, do you want to tell them a little more? Yeah, well, we'd love for you to join us to learn more by signing up for one of our paid courses. The first one we're offering is called Transgender Support, How to Be a True Ally. We're holding the course on three dates at different times, so you can pick one that works best for you. And you can purchase your ticket right now at transgenderschool.org, all one word, transgenderschool.org slash ally. We would really appreciate if you could also spread the word about this course and our upcoming courses and, of course, all of our free material that we're putting out, like our podcast, our weekly Facebook Live Q&As. And while you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. Yes. Thank you so much, Jackie, for all of that. And we really hope to see you in one of our courses. We're going to be teaching a lot of courses, so please join us. And one more thing, we also have a Transgender School Facebook page and Facebook group. And the group is very active. We've got a really supportive community there and people post articles and personal experiences and it's members of the LGBTQIA community as well as allies and advocates and family members and loved ones. Everybody's joining there to learn and share their experiences together. So if that's of interest to you, then, you know, we'll see your uh, application to apply to get into the group, not application, but, you know, we look at who's trying to get in and make sure that they're going to be a good fit for the safe space that we have there. And we welcome you to join us if that sounds interesting to you. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope we'll see you again on our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to our Transgender School podcast. We hope you learned something new and that you're inspired to learn more. If you enjoyed our conversation, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And please be sure to check out our website, transgenderschool.org. You'll find many valuable resources there, including news about upcoming courses we'll be teaching. Make sure to join us for future podcast episodes. We'll catch you on the first Tuesday of every month. 